During hard times, it can get really difficult if you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to. Being alone with your thoughts can be an isolating feeling that can allow negativity to really consume you. For so much of my life, I felt like my mental health was a burden. But when I started going to therapy, everything changed. And that's why the Sunrise Room is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapists network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. Join the 3 million-plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Go to betterhelp.com slash sunrise room for 10% off your first month of therapy. That's betterhelp.com slash sunrise room for 10% off your first month of therapy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sunrise Room. Today is a good day. It's already off to a great start. It is, you know, the middle of the day already. So 2.30 is a very good indicator of how the day is going so far. And let me just say, this morning was great. I went and got my nails done. My nail tech and I are literally so close. She's basically a second mother to me. So it was nice to catch up, talk to her. Um, so she does not speak English, so we communicate via Google Translate, and she's been taking English classes, and she's slowly been teaching me Vietnamese. So we've been able to enrich our communication, but the Google Translate is really funny, and everyone else in the salon thinks it's funny because it's just going back and forth and back and forth. But I really love her. Um, the stigma around the salon being a sacred place, it's really true. It's a community for me. And it's like having eight different moms around. And we talk, we talk about their kids. I offer up my babysitting services. We gab, they love the drama, and I just love seeing them. And it always makes my day better. And the woman who does my eyebrows normally left the salon I go to. So there's a new woman there and she's amazing. So cute. I sat down in the chair for nails and she was like, you need threading done. I was like, girl, you are so right. Threading your lip is the most painful thing ever though, I will say, but it, it gets the job done better than waxing. And as someone with sensitive skin, threading is the only option. So I've become better at handling the pain it's just you know anytime your lip hair is removed it hurts like a bitch but threading especially is painful but good start to the day got some groceries ran some errands cleaned did laundry getting my stuff together um this week has been a lot honestly it's been really hectic i have not been sleeping a ton i've been running around but not aimlessly and i do kind of want to touch on this a very clear distinction between aimlessly running around and running around while also having it be replenishing and worthwhile so i was talking to a friend and she was kind of you know a little bit concerned we've been at school for a week and i've been out really late and being really social and not really like how I was last year of taking care of myself constantly and being in bed and all of these things. And I'm just like, I'm at a point now where that is self-care for me, where going out and being social and running with an idea is how I'm taking care of myself. And yes, I will burn out. I have burnt out a little bit. And so I've taken like a recovery today of going to the salon, of seeing Lisa, of getting my 
eyebrows started of getting all the groceries that I've been pushing off and just kind of like taking a chill day. Reading, I'm going to do some work. I have a really big project that I'm working on. I have a really big project that I'm going to start today that I just thought of today while in the salon, which was huge. And I already got some inspiration from them on it. It's about a balance. Um, and I've been finding this balance to be a lot different than I really am used to. I'm used to this kind of stuff burning me out more. And I'm finding that I find more inspiration when I'm running on a hundred, when I'm driving to the beach by myself at two in the morning because I have a really good idea because I need to record something because I have an idea for a shot that I want to include in a video I'm working on. I have, you know, I want to go to a cafe sometimes instead of being on campus and work on the screenplay that I've been dreaming about, you know. So it just kind of shifts. It shifts with what stage of your life you're in. It shifts with tons of different things. And so I, you know, we had a good conversation. I was just like, this is what's working for me right now. And yes, you're right. I do need to take care of myself. So today I've been easy, eating well, resting. I slept for like 12 hours, which was great. I'm still tired. So I'm going to literally record, edit, and then go to bed and then hang out with my friends later. But I was just like, girl, you know me so well. You know that this is kind of my introverted reset stage. But right now I'm really excited to be a part of this extroversion of myself that I'm not normally familiar with. And it's been a really interesting switch. And I think just because of, you know, being home for so long and not really seeing any of my friends, I'm jumping headfirst into like socialization and putting myself into new projects and that kind of thing. So it's it's about knowing yourself and knowing like I'm good. I'm I'm good. I'm taking care of myself in the ways that you don't see. I'm it might look different, um, but I will probably revert back to how I normally am. It's just right now this is working for me. And I'm enjoying myself. I'm making really good connections. I'm trying out new things with work. I'm making new work connections, new ads, new partnerships, branching out with my other ideas, my other relationships and such. So it's been good. It's been different, but it's been good. And with that, I'm going to talk about today is potential. And I think potential is a really interesting subject. I think it's really, really frowned upon to limit yourself, you know? I Okay, let me explain with that sentence. So a lot of people are always like, don't, don't sell yourself short, right? They tell you to not sell yourself short, to leave the door open for yourself, People always, you know, tell you to give yourself as many opportunities as possible to meet as many people as possible. You know, potential is something that's thought of to be very external and kind of earned. And I, I kind of think it's external. Sometimes I think it shows up externally, but potential for me, what I've found is something that happens as a result of me overcoming something that I was afraid of. So with the podcast, for example, I had a very intense fear of public speaking for a really, really, really long time. I would almost pass out in class from anxiety of if I ever had to present. I couldn't look my teachers in the eyes. I couldn't order my Starbucks, you know. So I noticed that my greatest potential was over the wall. Like it's, it was hidden behind a closed door of fear, you know, so I had to open that door and overcome it to get to that potential, to get to what greatness there was there. Or with writing, you know, like I have to show people my work and I have to get criticized, which is something that I did not like my whole life. And so in overcoming that criticism, I reached 
even like a no bounds of potential. There's so much I haven't explored yet, but I tapped into it by overcoming that fear initially. And I don't think potential is something that ever is obtained. Like you don't, I mean, like you can peak in specific things. You can peak in athletics, you can peak in a skill, but there are people that go beyond their peak. There are people that never stop. There are people that are meant to overcome an obstacle for the rest of their life and continue to shine. You might not be in a line with something that is your truest purpose. You might not be involved with something that requires you to constantly overcome it. So, for example, my dad always told me that you know, athletics and sports were really natural to me. I was a natural born athlete. I was uh, involved in athletics since I was four years old up until I was 18. And it was really, really easy for me. I did not have to try. I never sweat during practice. I held back my energy. There were a lot of other emotional things going on as well, but it was, it was really, really easy for me. And I was not cut from a team for skill. I don't think I was never cut from a team for skill. And that's not me bragging. It's not like I played the whole time is because I didn't try. And I was just kind of there and I enjoyed it for some parts. And I looking back now, I would say in that moment, I thought I was trying at least a little bit. Um, but I held back my energy and because I knew I could. I knew I could do well enough without having to like display myself or embarrass myself or expose myself or just kind of like put all of myself out there on the line, I could reserve my energy, reserve my shame and still do well. And I never reached my potential. My dad always said, he's like, you never ever peaked in sports. And I just don't think there was ever a peak for me. I, it was a plateau. It wasn't anything. There was no, there were no obstacles athletically. There were no end goals for me. There was no emotional development that required, you know, fear and all of these things, because all of those things I overcame were related to me as a person, not me as an athlete. I really, at this point in my life, I don't like identifying as an athlete. I am athletic for sure. Um, but I don't think that any of the things I overcame contributed to me growing as an athlete. They contributed to me growing as a person. And I've, I don't think I was ever going to peak with athletics because I coasted my whole life. And yeah, there would be glimpses of me not being consumed by anxiety or other things, or I let go one game and finally did as well as everyone had been yelling at me to do, or I was out of my head for once. But I think that I, at a young age, already put athletics to the side of my personality and tried to really focus on who I was without it. So it was never super important to me because I was anxious my whole life. So that translated anywhere and everywhere. So I didn't give a shit about sports because I was, it didn't, it wasn't an escape for me. It was worse, honestly. And with people in your life don't understand that, that pain is magnified. And so, yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't try. My coaches didn't understand the anxiety thing. My family didn't really understand it either how intensely painful it was to be anxious every second of every day especially having it be magnified in sports and it was just really really hard and so it was painful and i don't think i was i don't think truly i was ever going to reach my potential in athletics 
because I don't even know what that would have looked like. Would it have been an average of kills per set? Would it have been, you know, me sprinting a certain distance? I don't know. It just, there was no mountain for me to climb with athletics. There was no big development. There was no pushing myself beyond fear and pain and all of these things. Like, it was just easy. But I've noticed with creative outlets, I have a lot more struggle than I ever have experienced before. But I found that struggle to be more worthwhile. So there have been, there was a year of my life where I did not write anything. And it was one of the worst years of my life. I could not ever sit down and write how I was feeling because those emotions were too painful to have stare back at me on the page. And so I distracted myself in sports and friends and drinking and all of those things. And once I finally got back to it, it was really hard overcoming that fear of reliving all of those things that I'd experienced. And it was also the best feeling in the world because it was my outlet. So with the pod and with writing, I do have things to overcome. There is a massive block for me to overcome, which is how I know that I meant to do it, which is how I know that it's going to contribute to me being the person I meant to be because I had to fight to get there. People always say, you know, like, uh, good things come to those who wait, uh, things that you have to fight for last longer, just that kind of like bullshit saying, you know, where if you get something easily, it's not going to last. You have to kind of like earn stuff and fight for stuff. And I think that that's true for potential in a hobby, in an activity, in a part of your personality. Like being a good friend doesn't come easily. It doesn't. You have to learn it. You have to overcome it. You have to mess up and try and forgive yourself in order to become a good friend. It's learned. It's not given. It's not a given to you. It's not given to you at a young age. You have to learn how to be a good friend. You have to learn how to be a good person. You have to learn how to be kind and thoughtful and all of these things. And if you think about, you know, like a job too, a job that's in alignment with your purpose, a job that makes you feel alive and you're excited to go to work and you feel like you're doing good and it's it's fulfilling. It's not easy. There are things you have to overcome, but it's always that overcoming that makes you realize that there is more to be done. That was also the thing too with volleyball is like if I ever overcame a mini obstacle or whatever, I didn't care what came next. I wasn't concerned about the next move. I was just like, whew, okay, I made it through that. I'm good. But with this, with figuring out creatively my style, my talents, what I need to work on, it's always, I want to keep going. I don't know how good I'm going to be yet. I don't, I have no idea, but I want to find out. I want to get closer to that stage of my artistic side. I want to figure out what I can create. And we have to try so many different things to figure out who we're going to be. There are going to be activities you love. You love that are super easy for you, that don't contribute to you as a person because you didn't have to struggle. And I don't like the words, I think struggling is a good thing. I think you have to figure shit out and figure out how it affects you as a person for it to be something worthwhile. Because I look at, you know, the friendships that were quote unquote easy and I'm not in any of them anymore. 
I'm not saying fighting is necessary, but it's telling. What are like, what are your fights about? Like with my best friend at home, we fight sometimes. It's not easy. It's not an easy friendship, but she makes it easy. Er, I guess there's ups and downs. We sometimes don't talk for days. We sometimes don't talk for weeks, but when we come back together, we remember why we're friends is because we love each other. And we had to get through the bad things to figure out, oh my God, our friendship hasn't even remotely reached its peak yet. We have years of our lives left together where we get to be best friends and love each other and figure our shit out individually and together. There is always potential for the things that are meant for you. I feel like this is kind of confusing, but I hope that it's you know ringing bells and making sense to you guys. But I just think that like there's something to be said about having to figure a skill out, you know, or really try and and it it kind of clicks in your brain that it's important to you, that it it's going to make you a better person, that it's going to change how you think, change how you talk. Like, let's go over the route of musicians, okay? You spend hours pouring over lyrics and music and recording and editing and producing and not everything is going to do well and it's the people that are not deterred by that failure essentially but are curious and inspired and love their art so much that they want to continue to see how far they can go to see what this does to the world, to see if their music makes an impact. And they know deep down it will, whether it's one person or a million. Everyone has potential lying ahead of them for the things that are meant for them. Because the things that are easy are not going to make you, you. Sports made me me because I figured out who I was outside of them. If I'd not played sports my whole life, I think I would have been a lot happier. I think I would have taken care of myself faster. And I think I would have learned that I had so much more potential in the artistic world than I ever did in the athletic one. I was talking to someone the other day and I was just, you know, talking about sports and I was talking about my writing and all these projects. And they're just like, they did, did they even like know you? You know, did they get you? Did they get that this wasn't your life, that this wasn't what was meant for you, that you have so much more potential in this other area of life? And the answer is no. <laughs> Everyone my whole life wanted me to be an athlete. And I did too sometimes. But this makes me feel alive. This makes me want to produce things and meet people and engage. And it has changed the way my brain works. It has changed the way I talk to people. It's changed the way I get up in the morning with creating art and creating the pod and watching how it's impacting people and having people come up to me and say, hey, this is really good. This really helped me with something or, hey, I really want to talk to you about this or the DMs or all of these things. I never got that from volleyball. I never got the fact that I was not important, but that I can help people, that I, that I have the potential to do great. I never got that from sports. It was always, you're not good enough. You aren't enough. You're not doing this right. You are a problem. You are all of the, you're not trying. Why don't you try hard enough? Why don't you want to be here? And this, it's like, I show up and I want to show up 
And I show up in a different way. I show up in a way that's made me a better person. And I'm still new to it, but I know that it's what I'm meant to do in some way or another, whether it be write, speak, make videos, whatever. I know that this is where I'm supposed to be. And I have no idea what it's going to look like in a year, two years, five years. I don't know what that potential even remotely looks like, but I will, I will climb every mountain imaginable to find it. Because if it's been five months already and I've already made an, this much of an impact in my own life, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like in a year. Potential requires adventure. It really does, as cheesy as it sounds. It's never going to be easy, you know. I also think the biggest thing about potential is deciding that it's important. Deciding that this is something that you want. Because I had my whole life to decide that being an athlete was what I want, and I never made that decision. Sometimes I would, like, half-heartedly, like, dip a toe into the pool of that possibility, but... This I went head first to figure out if this is who I meant to be. And I can already feel it. It's going to change, evolve. It's going to look different. But I decided that what if wasn't good enough for me. Because that's how it felt with athletics my whole life. The what if. What if you could be great? What if you could go D1? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? I was fine with that open-ended answer. I was fine with that open-ended question. But this... That lingering possibility, that lingering greatness, that lingering impact, whatever, was so enticing that I couldn't say no. That I can't say no. That I will disappear from campus and go record for five hours because it feels better than anything else I've done this week. I can't ignore it. I can't ignore the potential of what will come from this, of how great it will make me feel, of the people it will bring me to, the places I will get to go to. That is what lies between the decision you have to make of whether or not what if is enough. We were all, as cheesy as it sounds, we were all created to do something. Whatever it is, there is some little creative outlet, or athletic or academic, that we were all meant to do. There is something eating away at you that you can't sleep, you write about it, you dream about it, you talk about it. There is something haunting you. That is where your potential is. It's not the things that come easily. It's not the things that are handed to you. It's not the things you fall into and you're like, oh, no, okay. It's not the things that you're content with leaving a what if question at. It's the things that you cannot stop thinking about. That you breathe for. And there's people like that too. It goes, it goes to things and people. There are people that you meet that will change how your heart beats. Have you guys read about that? That your heart sometimes beats differently when you're with someone that you're kind of in alignment with and you're, you're magnifying each other's energies. Your hearts beat in the same rhythm. There, that is what 
potential looks like. And there are people that you cannot leave hanging with a what if. There, there have been very few people that I've been content with leaving a what if at. I can't leave some people with a what if. I can't help myself. If you say I can't help myself with something, get ready to climb a mountain. Get ready to climb a thousand steps to figure out what's on the other side. Most often than not, it is another mountain. But by the time you've been climbing for that long, you just can't get enough. You can't get enough. You can't stop. You can't stop thinking about it. It makes you into who you are. Makes you a better person. It makes you a kinder person. It makes you think a specific way. And everyone has it. And you will find people who are similar to you who you also cannot get enough of. It's like you've been painting a picture the whole time and you look over and they're painting the same one and you're like, holy shit, you're inside my brain. And you get each other and you totally get each other and no one else has gotten you before. That's potential. There's so much to be explored. There's so much to be learned. There's so much to be picked and pulled apart and examined. And it's satisfying because it's in alignment with your purpose because we are created to do things, all of us, and it takes exploring to figure out what that is all i can say is that there is if there is this is what i leave you with if there is something that has been on your mind that you're really curious about or 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 you're petrified of because i've noticed too the things i'm afraid of are the things i need to do the most like the pod like asking for interviews going to jobs castings all these things like the things that terrify you the most are the things you really 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 need to do because greatness is on the other side of that door just write it down write down a list of the things that have been picking away at you and have been circling the back of your mind and have been appearing in ads or texts or emails or just kind of like they just keep showing up and you cannot get away from them. It's because you're not going to be able to get enough of them eventually. Like that is purpose. That is potential. That is greatness to be explored. So feed into it. Just write it down. See what's mulling up over there. And take some time to really think about it and think about what what's the worst that could happen and what's the best that could happen. And determine if what if is good enough for you. Can you leave it at what if? Most of the time you can't. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening in to this week's episode. Follow the Sunrise Room Instagram at the Sunrise Room underscore and the Twitter at the Sunrise Room. Rate the podcast, subscribe, give it a like, and I will see you guys next week, Sunday at 11. Thank you and have a beautiful rest of your day.